Yeah, it's time to hit the gunshots, fellas. It's time. Let's go. Let's yo, go. Yo. The Knicks win. 21 <laughs> Not just a win, a decisive win. Decisive. 102-81. Knicks 81. dismantle the Cleveland Cavaliers. Emmanuel quickly 25 points, three assists. RJ Barrett is in the bag. Mm. Looking super reliable. We, we look Ooh, at me. 24 points. I, what? Yo. What? I've never been so hyped to be like a, go, a, a really good, <laughs> like right under mediocre team. I've never been so happy. <laughs> nine, and, nine and 11, baby. Nine and 11 feels like 18 and two or something. It does. Right. You, it, you know what I mean? It's, you know, I think the thing that I really like about these young guys is their consistent dedication to defense. They have lapses, but you can see they're getting after it. Quickly, I love his motor, man. Mm -hmm. RJ is becoming super reliable now. Like when we actually need a bucket and, you know, um, um, your man on Randall's having a rough night. He's 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 money. Right, right. Now hold that thought, because I'm gonna do the official intro. What's okay, going on? Yes, this is yes, Jalen yes. for the Nick of Time show. Here give you that <laughs> Nick's talk just in a nick of time. And you should recognize these gentlemen already. One is our guy from back 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 in the day. He's coming back slowly. I see you, Edson. <laughs> I see you, Edson. The blue check is coming, so he's been busy. But if you don't know this man, if you don't know this man, this guy is Edson Sean. He's done songs with Red Man. He's yes, he, yes. He, he's doing some music on the side. And he's back to give us some Knicks talk and celebrate this Knicks win. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And and here's my other guy. You already know Terry was the only, probably the only guy from <laughs> Knicks Twitter to actually sit down with us in the same room besides CK2K. Pre, Pre-COVID times, man. Yes. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. <laughs> Pre-COVID. When we out here, Knicks winning, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. 2021 starting off, right? Yes. Let's get it. Exactly. My guy from Terry and Trey, you got to say, I salute to you, though. Salute to you. He's always down to rock with us, man. Of course, uh, always. All right. So, I don't know, man. Where do we start? We can start with the obvious. Emmanuel quickly is the point guard. We can start with that, right? <laughs> because, yes. Yes. I, the point God, the point God. I'm watching, I'm watching the, just to kick it off. I'm watching the game last night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we watch these games, we want to analyze it, have some like, you know, deep thoughts about yeah. what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yo, quickly just reminding you what it's like to just be a fan. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm, yes. I'm watching the fourth quarter and he's running up. The intro to our post game that we did last night. Check it out. Shameless plug, Terry and Trey on YouTube. Definitely check it out. It's me. I'm going ham and I throw my hat. Because it was uh, it was the end of the quarter, right? When Obi got the rebound and he came up. Because at that point, he had a couple. I think he had a dunker ready. And like, you know, I love heat checks, right? See the guy yeah. coming down. You're like, no, give him the yeah. ball. See, do it, do it. Hot. Yeah. Exactly, right? But let's be real. A lot of the time, it's a bad shot. It's not going to mm -hmm. go in. I'm watching quickly and I'm like, I'm already hyping him up. I'm like, bang, it's in. It's in before it goes in. <laughs> Like, being real, though, like, 60% expecting it to be a brick. My guy hits it. And then, mm. like, it yeah, was pandemonium. Yeah. I tweeted out. I said, this can't be real. That's what it felt like. I'm like, this doesn't feel real right now. We're it's like we're watching Steph Curry or Damian Lillard Yo. back when they first came in in the league and they were... You know, yeah. they're showing signs rookie years of being yeah. some crazy. Quickly yeah. looking like that. It's exactly like that. Like, when's the last guy time we had a guy who can hit threes consistently on this team and be like a young guy and not be like some old fat on one leg? <laughs> You're just in to shoot the three and go back out. And like, yeah. we haven't had that in so long. And now we have a guy on this team who I fully expect to knock down 
like four or five threes every now and again. And I fully expect him to take over a lot more games to the day than today. Right? Like it's going to happen. Like he's getting he's getting way more comfortable. That's the thing. You know, New York fans are rough, man. You know, he has he starts out rough. Oh, why did we get this guy? And shout out to all of the teams and all the people that thought he was gonna get drafted lower and that he's not a point guard. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. I'm really happy with Quickly. Um, yes. I'm impressed with his progression already. And like you said, he really does remind you of what you know how, what it is to just be a fan. Because he's out there having fun, <laughs> yeah. and that's why I think the game is starting to slow down and come to him a little easier. Yeah, and and also too, it's like Tom, 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 Tom. I know exactly. I know. Exactly. I know Tom that you, you you don't really like rookies and you don't like starting <laughs> and, but. My, yeah. my my guy, <laughs> give this a look. Give this a yeah. real look, okay? Yes. yes. Because <laughs> Alfred Payton could never do anything close to this. And I respect Alfred Payton as a vet. And, you know, he says... He, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're trying so hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Listen, let's be real. He's been underperforming lately. He's been underperforming a little bit lately. I've been, oh, been, yeah. been pissed. I've been pissed. I'm not going to lie. I'm he's been pissed. bad. Yeah, he's been bad a couple of games in a row. The thing is with the whole Elf yeah. situation just in general, we get back to quickly. Let me just touch on Elf real quick. Mm-hmm. Is that he was never as bad as a lot of us, you know, as a lot of the kind of vitriol online. The yeah. thing with Elf, and I've said this, for Alfred, the problem with him more than anything is that his skill set is so opposite of what we need. Yeah. If Alfred was yes. the same, let's say Alfred is a C plus B minus guy in the league, right? If that's his level. If he was a C plus, a C plus B minus shooter at the point guard position, it'd be a different story. Yeah. The problem is he's a C plus B minus guy who can't shoot, can't space the floor, yeah. gets tunnel vision. I think like he sees people talking about his shooting, so he feels he's got to shoot more. No, no, like, no, no, bro. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> What's the passing part of your game? What did yeah, they do? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, like, we can't the- shoot. Exactly. So it's like it's he's, he's been really rough to watch, but at least the last few games, you know, quickly the minutes have been pretty yes. even. Quickly's closing, but you think of this team, right? The gap, the jump we can make again, and I, whether quickly starting or what, when Alfred Payton's not playing, and now it's quickly in another solid guard, right? Mm-hmm. The whole team's play can be elevated so much. This is more long term for the future band, but this season and what we've seen so far, it's nothing but exciting because you're yes. seeing you're seeing paths, you're seeing. You're seeing, uh, you know, the, the road blockages are moving away. Yeah. Things are looking <laughs> Yeah. And you, I'm like, now you got 10 paths you can go, and it's not 10 paths to destruction. Right. You know what I mean? It's 10 paths to Zion. That's exactly. Exactly. Not that Zion. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing this season, man. It's so good to see it just being consistent, hard, solid basketball, both ends of the court. And we're in every game. We're in every yeah, game. I love absolutely. it. And I, yeah. you know what? And I think Tom is starting to change his mind slowly because what, what I used to see is Alfred Payton play until the two-minute mark in the first or mm. the entire first. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll put quickly in the second. Um, right. Last game... Okay, the, the next game, Molly Wapped, right? We was getting straight up Molly Wapped. <laughs> we were down by like, like 10 or so. RJ Barry came in and Julius Randle came in. They started to push the pace more in transition. We started climbing ourselves back in this game. But I also saw that Tom Thibodeau inserted Emmanuel quickly a little bit earlier than usual, around like five to six minute mark. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing that before. So I feel like he's a stubborn old guy, Tom. 
Love him though, because he, he's you know playing better. But he's starting right, to get right, it right. right. He's, he's right, kind of right, starting right, to get right. it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he just needs to make the, the entire switch over. He needs to, he needs to update his software. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but, I mean, he's been hinting at knowing that even when we were you know courting him, he knew that he needed to change in this new NBA. He had to, and and I think I'm gonna give him kudos for. <laughs> Not being as reluctant, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that he's putting quickly in earlier. Maybe he might start him he's, soon. I don't he's know. forcing them though. We <laughs> uh, uh, we will see. Time will tell. I also want to talk about R.J. Barrett though, because R.J. Barrett yes. is, is is yeah, yeah, point to I got, it. I got I got Kevin Knox. Here. Shout out to Kevin Knox. But I'm after this shirt with uh, oh, R.J. Word. Yes, no, definitely yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kev, but R.J. Man, shout out to oh. the NBA. Jam, though, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Fire>. <laughs> nah, but look, RJ also, yo, fans are funny, man, because he was dead in the water about a week ago, right? Like a, about about a week and a half ago. ago. He was, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like he was dead in the water. <laughs> fans was like, ooh, this is a bum. We made a mistake. All of a sudden, he runs off multiple yeah. 19, 20 point performance. Consistency. Yeah, consistency. Even the last game, 24 points from the field, uh, 40% from three. He's still showing that he can, you know, make some good decisions. Seems like to be the only guy on the team willing to lob the ball to Mitch. (laughs) Right. Right. That's funny. That's funny. I keep been trying. I keep been trying too. But the funny thing about the whole RJ thing, right, is like RJ, you know, started off the season, you know, Kind of back and forth, but you could see that he made a jump. You could see that he wasn't the same guy as last year, right? Mm-hmm. I went away. I missed, I saw like one or two games. I think I missed four games in general. I definitely saw one and then the others I kind of caught up on highlights. Okay. Three of those games, RJ apparently was like atrocious. Oh, he was hard. I come back to New York, right? And like, I didn't want to be into the whole Knicks thing the whole time I was away. Like, let me come back and get into everything. By the way, as I land, the Harden trade happens. But <laughs> welcome to New crazy, York, <laughs> right? I go on Twitter and I see what was going on with RJ and the way people were talking about him. Right. And it's even crazier for me because, like I said, I wasn't there during the game. So oh, even... you only came back during the uptick because exactly. it happened around the, yeah, the Brooklyn game is when he started to turn around. It was like that exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> so I missed like the, you know, the poor shooting from three, all that stuff. But obviously like we know RJ, so we knew we could see where he could have. If you told me RJ had a bad game in my head, I could imagine it. So yeah. I'm trying to catch up, but I'm like, yo, this is going too far. People are going in on RJ talking about G League, etc. Yeah. So I'm glad, sh- <laughs> I'm glad he shut those people up, man. Uh, it's consistency, Gerald. You hit it on the head. The consistency, yeah. man. He's coming out every game. Even yeah. if it's IQ is going off or Randall's going off, yeah. RJ's making sure he's still doing his thing. Exactly. It, it's beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. And across the board, even his rebounding yeah. has vastly improved. Yeah. I'm like, because we need that guard rebounding, especially, you know, we had a good night. It was like, what, 35% or 30, what, 37% we shot from three? Mm-hmm. It's not always like that. So we need that. We need those guard rebounds when, we, when we're bricking from three. You know, so. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, RJ Barrett, critical parts of this game as well. Seems like to be the only guy who's willing to run in transition uh, mm. <laughs> for me. The defense is picked up. Uh, and. <laughs> For for real, like he, he's he's taking a step, man. I love what I'm seeing from RJ Barrett. But what about Emmanuel? Not Emmanuel. What about Austin Rivers, <laughs> man? Yo, 
Manuel's always on the mind. I'm sorry. What are I you saying, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, we can talk about IQ again. Do you want to talk about IQ again? <laughs> IQ's basketball IQ is high right yo, now. Yo, the floaters from IQ. Listen. The, 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 the fake Jamal Crawford three-point blade that it took away. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. I'm and do it again. <laughs> you know what's funny? That's who he kind of reminds me of. Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I think you've made that connection That's a good now. one, yeah. That's who he reminds me of. But, um, he's got yeah. that bounce. Yes, like, you're beginning exactly. big crawl, like from the jump with IQ. We're going to get into Austin Rivers very quick yeah. with IQ. When you look, I remember even like the first time we saw preseason or whatever, his vibe. Yeah, his yeah. bounce. Exactly. This exactly. gave you this confident, but not cocky. Not where it's going to be a problem, right? Yeah. He, had this, he had this like positivity about him, man. Like, he's playing the game and he's playing hard. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a punk. You're not going to punk yeah, him. You're not going to punk the IQ. He's talking back. He's, I, I tweeted out, I said, that's not very Christian. I nah. can't. <laughs> but like, he's got that swag. He got swag. It's really yeah. swagger. Before people took yeah. the word swag and ruined it, he really got that swag about him where it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm about my business. I'm a friendly guy. We're going to do the right thing. But you're not going to mess with he me and my team. Care. I'm going to get buckets when I need to. It, it, it feels, he, he's the total package for New York, man. And when the garden gets back, and these oh, fans, man. Oh, oh, man. He yeah. you know, he, it, no, he up even more, man. Yo, it's funny because you're right about, you're absolutely right about that. And when he first got into the league, not even the league, but I saw it in preseason. When homie came in in preseason and was dribbling up the ball and and he was doing this, like he was pointing like, you, here, you, Confident, hit. yeah. And he's like yeah. doing it to vets. And this is your first NBA game ever. And my, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who is this kid? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I knew who he was because I did my homework and, you know, I did my right. research, drafted it, I talked about it. But I'm just like, the audacity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. To, to tell Randall to go over there. That's right. it. That, but that's what we need. You know, that's yeah. what we need. And I think, honestly, vets respect that. If you crumble, you know, and then they take the ball and you never get it back. But the fact that he even, his first game out the gate, he, he started with that approach, that's really why they respect him. And, and, and again, his confidence is a quiet confidence. You know, he comes out there, even when he's like 0 for 10, he's not going to stop. Nah. And he's not going to get down on himself. Which yeah, it's the same thing that RJ has. They both kind of have that yeah. uh, the short memory thing. The next shot is yeah. going up, is going in, whether it goes in or not. You know? Yeah. <laughs> whether it goes in or not. But the thing is, when he gets hot, it really goes in. He starts shooting 62%. How many 20-point games does he have already as a rookie? Like, can we seriously start talking about rookie of the year contention? Is it just me being a homer? Nah. Well, it's it's not listen, and I think people remember that year Melo got what second in MVP, right? 2013 yeah. with LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron almost got unanimous, right? Yeah. And people to this day are pissed that LeBron didn't get unanimous because LeBron that was like the best year of his career. He was insane mm-hmm. that year. But I always say you got the Knicks who have been the Knicks for a while now. You know what I mean? T- 20 years of being the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A guy yeah. like Melo taking that team to second seed, that means more. So I'm exactly. telling you. Absolutely. Yeah. Q coming in. Potentially being, think, think about it. He might have been the fourth string point guard technically coming into the season, right? Because you had Alfred, who was always in ahead of him. The Knicks were pushing DSJ, and Frank was probably maybe the third string guy, right? Right. So you got technically IQ was the fourth guy. Maybe he's got to work his way in. Dennis and Frank both played before IQ. You know what I mean? IQ got, I think yeah. he was a banged up for the first game or whatever. Mm-hmm. So IQ comes in, and he not only plays well. He wins the spot. The Knicks are a good team. He's a big part of it. He's one of the most important players on the team yeah. as a rookie at the hardest position in the league. 
He's efficient. Most point guards, rookie yeah. point guards aren't efficient. He exactly. doesn't, I mean, he got to keep it up. We got a long way to go, but man, he's been a breath of fresh air. It's exactly what we needed as a franchise. And like, you know, you know, it feels like finally, man, we got one of them ones. Finally. Yes, we got right, a steal. Right, we, right. we got, got a steal, one. man. Like I kind of felt like with Mitch, I, I, when we got him in the second round. Yeah. And I really feel that with IQ. I really like, Absolutely. holy crowd. We, we, we caught one. We actually caught the... Right, finally. Yeah, and next year, do you know who went under the radar? Can you believe 25 people passed right. up on this kid? Like, we got one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible, man. And, and we haven't even seen OB be OB yet, or what OB could possibly yeah. do. So yes, exactly. It's gravy right now. It's yeah, gravy. yeah. Speaking of OB, he had like a nice little showing today. He didn't do a lot, but he had like a nice little stretch where he hit a three. I like the head fake. And and drive with the nice lane over the big man. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name at this second? From on the Cavs, uh, Drummond, Drum, Andre Drummond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. He had a nice little stretch today. What do you think of the Obi game, man? I mean, I know there's not that much to talk about from Obi. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's he's showing signs of what people are looking from him. I think he just needs to get get comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, he's showing he's showing signs. Is definitely athletic. Definitely athletic, but you know, definitely would like to see some more. Because what he had like five points. Yeah, five. Yeah, five, five and three. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see a little more activity from him. But I'm, I've seen signs that he can be potentially a, a pivotal piece, even just off the bench for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think people are kind of not. Say, I wouldn't say disappointed in Ob at all. Not him, but I think yeah. disappointed in how it's turned out so far. Yeah. You know, yes, that way? yes, yes, exactly. Right, exactly. Because Ob was the old rookie, right? So mm -hmm. the whole point of Ob was like, yo, we're gonna get this guy who's gonna. It's not gonna be like Knox and Frank got right. rookie gonna be hit the ground running. And I have to admit, there are times I watch Ob and I'm like, he definitely needs some time because you could see him. Kind of running around sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Unsure. Exactly. exactly. Though, even though he's unsure, he always gives you the vibe that he wants it. He wants the pressure. He He's in the post sometimes, and I'm like, what is Obi about to do in the post? I'm yeah. like, it's not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. But like, I keep joking. Like, what, bro, what you like, to do, bro? I keep joking. Like, he's skipping leg like, day, and he can't post point guards. Oh, he can't. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. But I'm like, yo, you know what? I like that you're in there. You're trying some stuff. So he just got to, I think for him, it, it's a different role, right? He's coming off the bench now. He's got to kind of, I mean, he's you know, coming off the bench for the Knicks. So he's got to figure out how to fit in, how to be with the bench unit, how to pick his spots. Mm -hmm. right? And like you said, honestly, he's getting comfortable. It's still only a couple of games back for him. The season's mm -hmm. long. We've got like 50-something games left, maybe 50 yeah. games left. So for Obi, it's about kind of getting his role down and then taking those steps forward. That's what I want to yes. see. Yes. Um, I think he's going to get that. I think defense will definitely be a work in progress. But man, he could not be around a better group of guys and a better coaching staff right now than what we are this season yeah. to work on his defense. Um, I think he's going to be, he, he's going to improve enough on that end where he's hopefully like serviceable and not killing you out there. Right. Uh, but, but Obi is interesting just because quickly has killed it. Uh, Obi's right. kind of been to the side, but you know, less pressure on him too, man. So we got to see how, how things pan out. But I, I'm confident in Obi long-term, but I will say this rookie season, what we might've hoped, maybe not going to happen simply because of how Randall's playing and like how the team is set up. This could be a learning year for Obi. Yeah, more so than like a production year. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you. And the way he's playing, the way Randall is playing too, because he had a, he had a decent game today, even though he didn't, he, I like that Randall didn't enforce anything today. Mm. You know, yeah. he, he looked and he's like, Oh, Randall's having a bad game in the first half. I was like, no, not necessarily. I just think he, he just, he just, Passed up his shots to the other guys going. So I don't think that's necessarily yeah, a bad game because he can get those when he wants to. Yeah, 
And that's yeah, something we I'm didn't even see last that's year. That's the maturity, I think, of his game. Now. Yeah, it's mm. definitely the maturity. Like, before, he would just force it. He would force the issue. But now, he's picking his spots better. And when it, the game is not coming to him, he gets everybody else involved. That's why, like, when they said he had a bad game, I'm like, really? He was getting everybody else involved. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people he... are used to, I guess, a certain production from him that we've seen consistently this season. And when he doesn't have that, it's like, oh, well, he's having a bad game. 16, no, 8, and playing ball. 8, and 6 assists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <that's laughs> the thing. six assists counts for twelve points at exactly. least. Exactly, maybe more, right? He probably think, a couple. Yeah, at yeah. least, you know. And the block. Yeah, he finding things. And like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, listen. The thing is with Julius, man, and you know we sing his praises. Last year, right? I was. Re- I think we were all annoyed with Randall. And what would actually annoy me more was people defending his play based on his stats. They're like, oh man, look, it's 20 and 10. He's so good. I'm like, watch the games. Like 20 and 10 exactly. could, could be way worse than 15, 5 and 5. If right. it's the, it depends, right? Yeah. Bam Adebayo last year. Bam Adebayo, I think, was 15 and 5. If you told anybody in the NBA that Randall's 22 and 8 or 9 or whatever he was, was better than uh, no. Bam Adebayo was 15 and 5, they'd be like, you're crazy. This year, however, yeah. Randall's bad games, his quote unquote bad games. Now it's him playing more defense. Now it's yes. him ball. Exactly. Now it's him not fussing it. We're actually better defensively when he's on the floor, which is something we couldn't say last year. Insane. Right. <laughs> he's getting after it. You can see Randall's like effort level now. And I think it's trust too, man. It's like he trusts the guys on the team more. He trusts them to make shots. He trusts them to make things happen. RJ step forward. I've been loving the dynamic. It's funny. I go on, I've been on record Talking about how much I think they cannot play together. Whoa! It's so <laughs> changed. Right now, they have figured Holy it out. And cow. even when it comes to like RJ taking a step forward and Randall stepping back, like we've seen the past few games yeah. that he brought up, Gerald, I love it. Yeah. RJ's taking the lead when he needs to when Randall can't get it going. Randall's not pressed about it. He's making it happen. They had that nice Yo. little uh, yeah. when RJ like dished it off to Randall right yeah. by the rim yesterday. Uh, the synergy, man, good. <laughs> winning cures everything. Winning fixes everything. Man. Yo, there was even another play yesterday that I saw. It was like, RJ and, and Randall kept passing the ball back and forth to each other because I felt like they both were trying to like fix the spacing on the fly. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I was like, wait, I think the double's coming. So they so RJ would patch it to Randall. Randall would dribble, dribble. It's like, I don't have the space. Pass it back to RJ. And then RJ would back it up. It's like, uh, okay, let me dribble, see if we can pass my note. Oh, we pass it back to Randall. Randall gets the ball and RJ's man starts to cheat a little bit. And then Randall just instinctively passes right to back to RJ as he's moving. And he goes to the hole and he doesn't score, but he, I think he gets fouled. And I'm just like, I'm watching this going. It's a great dynamic. This would have never happened dynamic. last year. Like the, the synergy, never. the willingness to give the ball up to each other. I remember, I remember RJ Barrett clapping in the corner. Give me the ball. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. But you know what it is? It really is like figuring out there is no map it's like an art to it matter of fact yeah. now's actually a good time mm. so i found this card <laughs> i found this card um seth god godden is the author and he says the reason art is valuable well, the reason art is valuable is precisely why i can't tell you how to do it mm. if there was a map there'd be no art because art is the act of navigating without a map and i feel like for so long winning we could even just plug in winning for art right and the art of winning has eluded and evaded the knicks for i don't even know how long (laughs) it just feels like they've never won right (laughs) which we know that's we know is not the case but it just feels like that but now i think 
again, sometimes it's shifting players, bringing somebody back. You brought back, you know, a coach that actually worked well with the Knicks before. And it's just yeah. the right pieces and the right mentality and the right environment. You know, they talk about building culture. Like, I really feel like they're genuinely, and they've been doing it since last season, genuinely building a culture now with these young guys. And now they have a, a defensive-minded coach as well, mm-hmm. who's who's and the coaching staff. I think I think right now the Knicks are in a great spot to actually give us something to cheer about because they already have. At this yeah. point, I'm I'm yeah, ecstatic man. right now. Yeah, I'm man. Like, Leon Rose is an artist, man. That's all I can say. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly. He's an artist. It's all about art, man. And oh, they're man. they're figuring it out. They're figuring it out without a map, bro. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I love like kind of bringing up that point, and we just brought up JLS about RJ and Randall like figuring it out on the fly. What it feels like now is now they have like a general idea, even if the individual pieces don't fit perfectly for us to be mm-hmm. a really good team. They now have an idea of what good basketball looks like and yes. how it works. Yes, yes. That that yes. to me is like the most amazing thing. Last year, right? Randall and RJ in that same situation, one of them might force it, right? Mm-hmm. Now even though both of them aren't really good at spacing the floor, they understand that spacing as a concept needs to happen. Right. It needs yes. to work. Right. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, not even about yeah. it. It's not even about hitting the shot sometimes. Yeah, it's about it's literally about creating space. Exactly. So like you can see now, man, you look across the team, even Kevin Knox, right. And Kevin Knox, you know, we'll talk about him as well. He's been, he's been that good past few games, but overall this season, we're keeping it simple, hitting those threes. Even right. the fact that Kevin Knox found himself in the corner, knowing where to be and hitting the shot. To me, that simple thing to me is showing at least some basic cons- conceptual understanding of like, all right, yes. these are things that need to happen for us to win games, right? right? We're going to get this down yes. and then let's start building. Let's start adding after that. But like, but yeah, even, so the idea, even the idea of, of, because, you know, we all know that, I mean, they had a great shooting night the other night, but we all know the Knicks aren't great um, long distance shooters. So right. they're going to get zoned up. Yeah, so exactly. So the idea and the concept of, I got to attack the middle of the zone because that's the weak part of the zone. They're even starting to do that consistently. Like, okay, we are not hitting yeah. these outside shots. We got to attack the middle. Right, We're right. Attacking the middle, you know? But it, all, so, yeah. it also helps that Austin Rivers had a good game today because the guys who we brought in to hit shots are starting to hit shots. That also exactly. helps, right? Because Austin Rivers right, and RJ like Barrett right, were kind of the catalyst to to bring that Knicks team um, from the Dodgers into uh, to, to 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 a winning a winning team. Like by halftime, the defense was always there. It, we held them to thirty three points by halftime. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> halftime. Crazy. Yeah, but like the shooting, the shooting of Rivers, the shooting of of, of quickly. Um, you know, it brought us there. And when you see that we're getting production from Julius Randle and RJ Barrett consistently, we're going to need an Alec Burks and Austin Rivers or Emmanuel Quickly to get hot from the outside to keep the, the defense yes. off to, to 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 win these games. Because, you know, the, the Cavs tried it and they tried that zone. They tried the zone again like everybody else does. And it worked a little bit. And even sometimes the first unit too, because, you know, they started to chip away at the lead with Alfred Payton and those guys. And when, this, when the spacing wasn't, wasn't right, but um, shout out to Tom. He he's able to pull the right strings. He had R.J. Barrett running with Austin Rivers and, and quickly for a second mm-hmm. um, when he we got going, and he also brought in quickly earlier in the second half, and we were able to overcome overcoming that man. So. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, 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 man. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy, man. <laughs> I, I said it just. It was. It's good. Beautiful game. Beautiful. <laughs> it's just good. We we we've taken a step forward as a franchise. It's funny, right? It only 
where it's been 20 games, I think, right? So we're 9 and 11. So right. in that period, it's good too. It's a good point to look back at things, right? It's a little bit less than a third into the season. Exactly. And, and it's enough time where you're like, all right, there's some here. It's consistent, right? It's the team looking. I always said, man, as much as we, and I'm for all for, you know, building through the draft and building with the kids, but we are in New York City. Big market teams usually don't have to do this only because if you're just good enough, stuff's going to happen, right? The right, Heat have been exactly. doing this forever. And I've always said the Miami Heat, curse the Miami Heat because of the 90s. It feels weird. <laughs> it, I can't, it's so weird to praise them now. But still, the Miami Heat, to me, have been what I want the Knicks to be. Yeah, absolutely. People want to go there minded, yep. they know it's going to be strict. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be a culture that's consistent. Right. Players mm. who are struggling go there, get better, get in shape. Think yes. for them when you go there, right? Yes. I'm like in a weird way. That's kind of a, well, I think we've been trying to get to. Yeah, you know, we kind of reclaim these projects for years now. Didn't really work perfectly for some guys, but I think now you're seeing we're gonna have a team where it's a serious culture. We're about winning. We're about defense. Yeah, we're drafting. Yes. Where we're doing our work. We got guys in there doing extra work, making sure we get the right pick at the top, right pick at the bottom. We got yes. Leon and Brock. Pulling the strings from behind. Right. <laughs> like the mafia. Exactly. Listen, Pat Riley doesn't hesitate. He loves his guys and he'll trade them the second yeah. he can get. Trade them for his mom. Winslow. Yeah. Remember, Winslow was balling out for Miami. They could they were able to make a trade happen. I think the Iggy trade. And they mm, did it. So yeah. I'm like, this team now, especially being in New York City, people want to come here. All we needed to do all these years was show that we were a dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So I'm, not, I'm not saying this to advocate. I know we're going to talk about some trades and stuff. I'm not even I mean, saying I'm going to transition right into that since you're bringing us there anyway. <laughs> but I'm going to say this. It's not to say we need these guys. Oh, we got to get someone. But my thing is, as a basketball franchise, you want to be in this position. You want to have a, you know, a market that people care about. You got young players that people are interested in. You got picks. Mm-hmm. You got cap space. You could now create your own adventure. There's <laughs> options. Exactly. We have multiple exactly. paths to exactly. success. Multiple options. paths to success, which is why, you know, when people start talking about like, uh, oh, we're in trouble because we have Julius Randle and we have Obi Toppin. This is bad. I don't, it's not necessarily bad that we have two guys who, who have talent, you know? Having multiple, ta- having more talent is not a bad thing. At all. Yeah. 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 So it's it's cool that Randall is overachieving to your expectations at this point. It's fine. It's a good thing. <laughs> right? Because it gives us more options. And speaking of options, yes. There have been trade rumors to hit um these streets right now. Bradley <laughs> Bill has been on the top of a lot of Knicks fans' minds. Uh, mm. right. Because you you see what's happening over there in Washington. Thank God we didn't trade for Westbrook. Thank God. We see what's happening yeah. up there in Washington, and Bradley Bill is going off. I think he's averaging 35 points a game, which is yeah, freaking insane. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he, he's been thug life. I'm rocking for Washington Wizards to the day I die for all this time, but it's, he seems miserable. He seems absolutely miserable right now. So there's a lot of speculation that teams might try to pick Bradley Bill away from the Washington Wizards. Now, the, the question is, is it time for us to do it? Or is it, is it a move the Knicks should do, you know, considering where we are at this point? You know, we're starting to get things together. We have a few assets. We have a few first round picks this year's. The the Dallas pick, which could be Cade, you know. <laughs> Another Dallas pick from 2023. Uh, we have some assets. Our highest assets might be, what, 
with Julius IQ as of now. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> like uh, it's, it's a lot to think about. Uh, wait, real quick, guys. I just got breaking news here that uh, DSJ has requested to play in the G League, which actually... What? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bondi just tweeted, I actually respect that because honestly, like, what's going to happen to him in this season at this point? He's not going to yeah. play. Yeah, no. Yeah, Listen, he doesn't want to sit there and become a statue and get rusty. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a good move, man. And and to just, again, I the thing I like about this team, again, I just feel like there's a, their whole culture's just matured because for him to even request that, like, I think that, that speaks volumes, man. That's, yo, I just gained a lot of respect for that, man. Wow. Yeah, wow. That, that's wow. that's big. Wow. That's big. <laughs> I mean, he, he, you know, humbling's happening. I think he's definitely gone through a humbling in the line. He had a lot going on too. But uh, to the traits, yes, <laughs> yeah, time. I, I'd say this. I think, I think these things should be spoken about because I think we're so used to it being the other way, right? Where mm. we're chasing something that we didn't earn, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. not to say you have to earn it to get it in the NBA. You see bad teams get lucky all the time. But, like, right. it always feels like the Knicks are doing the Knicks thing, right? It's like, oh, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get this guy. Now it's a different situation to me. It's only 20 games. Yes, we got to see more. But now if the Knicks are a good team, right? You don't make that jump from good to great unless you do something. Yeah, you just have to happen. make the move. You have to know when to make yeah. the move, too. Exactly. You're not going to draft, you know, few teams. The Warriors are one of the few teams that just drafted the same guys. It just became the whole core Right, right, right. The truth is, and I've been saying this because you cannot resign Knox, Everybody. RJ, exactly. IQ. You're not going to resign everyone. You so can't. the truth is, some of these guys probably get packaged. You got to pick your main guys, your main two, three, and move things around. Deep inside, I feel like it's too soon. Now, some of these players, right? It's like it is too soon, but like, damn, when is Bradley Beal going to be available again? So yeah. you kind of get it, and that's the kind of get it. But I'd say this: I feel like honestly, I want to see them get to the deadline, make a couple moves. Nothing big, but moves to make it. Like, I think we're going to, we're looking like we're going to be at least a playing team. So I'd like to see some moves to solidify our shooting going into, if, you know, because at this point we're pushing. We're not going to be selling off assets, it looks like. Right. So if we're pushing, make a couple of smart moves, maybe get another shooter or two in here. Yeah. We have a good showing uh, in the playoffs uh, if we get there, whatever. Yeah, maybe then try for JJ Reddick or something because I heard he's available. Maybe we do something that's, like that's, that. That's up there with uh, with Lonzo at the Pelicans. So a lot of things there. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I would say get through this season, right? Make a couple trades. Get to the offseason. Now, you got a full open fee. You can do whatever you want. You got a bunch of these contracts coming off the books, right? Yeah. Even guys like DHA and Frank won't really matter anymore because they're kind of, you know what I mean? I don't know if you're going to get anything for them anyway. But you have so much options. You have the two picks and the, the one in the second round that's like number 31. Mm-hmm. I think in the offseason, you want to strike, then go do something. And then you get the whole offseason to build together. But um, I don't know because I, the thing is, I trust Leon and Brock. So this is right. the thing. I trust them. So if they do a move that I don't agree with, deep inside, they'd be like, maybe, I'm, I'm maybe they're right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So they know something so, that we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. It's not so, Steve Mills. This ain't Steve Mills anymore, man. So right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is, and I kind of actually, what you're saying is, you feel like it's too soon to to trade for a player like Bradley Beal because we don't have the assets yet to make such a move. Is what you're saying? I think we have the assets to be honest because he, I think we do. If you wanted to, if you just told them right now, you get Mitch, you get Randall, you get IQ, you get the Dallas pick this year, you get our pick this year. Okay. I don't want to do this. You I'm know what? Saying, Let me rephrase that. You, we technically have the assets. Right. Yeah. But do we but want to come off of them? Right? What is left? Right. Right? You, you, you trade away Randall, IQ, Mitch, Dallas picks, and then 
you know, Bradley Bill is looking in the, you know, what, what's that? I saw somebody post this, this gif on Twitter when Will Smith is looking around in the apartment by himself. <laughs> it's like, where, where's, where's everybody? Like everybody, like yeah. it'll be like that situation, Bradley Bill, where he's just here by himself and he's he'll be miserable here too because there'll be nobody to play with. <laughs> right, right, right. We don't need that. And we don't need that. That's yeah. not what we need either. So I kind of agree I, I, with you. I also think it's too early. I think it's too early. I do think the fact that we're even you know having this conversation I think is great because it shows where we are as a as a as a franchise. But I think somebody at Bradley Bills caliber I do think we need to let this season go off season let's you know reevaluate cuz we definitely got to shore up the shooting we definitely don't want it to be a situation where we give everybody away and Bradley Bill is playing here with you know Tom Dick, Dick, Dick and Harry you know like we want him to have something here we want to be able to continue the progression upwards as opposed to going back and starting from scratch again so yeah no, I feel you about that. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I did hear you say, I want to circle back. I did hear you say something very interesting. I feel like you've been talking to CK lately. <laughs> <laughs> you said you would like Lonzo Ball on the team. You, you're a proponent of Lonzo Ball to the Knicks. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not, <laughs> a big, I'm not a huge, crazy Lonzo guy. And the truth is, the way IQ's playing, right. it's like, you can't bury like you don't want to put anybody in front of him at least this season, right? Like let's right, right, this season. Right. If IQ is a top three rookie of the year candidate, what franchise then takes that guy and says, "Ah, oh, you're the six man now. We got another point guard." Like it actually doesn't make sense. It would make sense to be honest if IQ kills this year and finishes like this. Then you now get a very solid backup that can shoot, right? right? What if you got? I mean, Mike Conley won't want to take this step back, and you probably play with the Jazz. Stay with the Jazz. Imagine getting a guy, you know, a veteran guy. Man, I'll take Mike Conley just so he doesn't have to guard Emmanuel. Oh, right. <laughs> right? I know. I he know. kills him. But, right. Kobe just thing. sit on the bench. We, yeah, it's it's just, like, he it's kills just, quickly every time. Like, kills him. I know. I know, but I'm just thinking of the scenario, right? I mean, IQ can play off ball as well. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the point guards in this upcoming draft and what we may be able to yeah, do with I'm the draft, putting yeah. the picks together, I'm really a big fan of putting those two picks together and moving up. By the way, especially mm -hmm. if we finish this year, right, with this core of like, let's just say, you know, Randall, Mitch, maybe Knox keeps killing it, RJ quickly, like those guys are all looking solid going forward. You don't need two more rookies if you can get an elite, elite rookie. You know what I mean? Nah, I you know what I mean? Like it's a, an Obi. I didn't bring up Obi. It's like a give and take. So to me, I'm like, don't get me wrong. It'd be cool to add another two B plus level prospects, but if you could package that and get like an A minus guy, at the I'll top be down five, for that, but I'm just, I'm just wondering if anybody stupid enough to do that in this year's draft. It's a thing. <laughs> the hell that's no, you never know, stupid man. enough to do that. Listen, listen, he's passed on IQ, so <laughs> that's very true. true. Everybody knows never this know year's the draft, right? Because yeah, this is the draft. Because you looking, you looking on Mavs watch. You looking at the Mavs, and they they tanking, tanking, right? Like we might. We might have, we might be able to make the playoffs or play in and still get Cade with no sweat off our backs if they continue to play. The way they play. <laughs> we 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 deserve that. If that I always say, if that happens to the Knicks, if we actually make the play the playoffs or the playing games, play some decent basketball or whatever, and we end up getting a top five pick because of the map. I'm like, that's the luck we deserve. That is what we need. Absolutely, absolutely. Gunshots. Absolutely. <laughs> Ah. We definitely, we def at this point, we definitely deserve that. We oh definitely my god! <laughs> oh, you got me too hyped right now. Okay, but well, all right, I see, what you, I see where you go. I see what you're going. So let me give you one last thing, just on the trade stuff. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about Levine as well. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Levine as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest thing when it comes to like the timing is 
it's 20 games in and we're seeing, you know, seeing some good things. What is Knox at the end of the season? Because right now, if we were in the trade for Beal, we're probably definitely put like Mitch, Mitch, between Mitch and IQ, Mitch, IQ and Randall, at least obviously one is gone and very possibly two of those would be gone. I don't think we would trade IQ for anything at this point. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't want to, but we would be forced to give up something we don't want to give up to get, um, to, to get Levine. Imagine it's draft night now. Knox finishes his year doing pretty well. Not good enough that you think he's a long-term answer, but good enough that another team is like, okay, Knox is actually a good piece now. Now maybe you're paying less. Maybe you're making the same kind of trade. Yeah, you're paying and that's, a lot less. Right. So and that's it's like, the, yeah. That's the, that's the price of having multiple assets that are valuable. And that's why it's scary to think about trades like this right now. Because yeah. we've, we've, we've hit gold with IQ and... and we're looking okay with Mitch as well. But the teams, the really good teams who make trades like this, they have like three or four guys around that level, around that contract, where they can trade one or two of those guys and still have yeah. two of those in the stash where it doesn't hurt them as, right. as much as it hurts right. us. Right. Which is right. why when you're looking at these trades, it, it like turns your stomach a little bit to think like, man, this might not be the right time, even though when am I going to get another shot at Zach Levine, who's having his like all-star year-ish, even though he's the losing record, you know, twice, averaging 26, 27 points a game. When am I going to have another shot at Bradley Bill? Like we, we, we haven't been in this position. We're not in a position yet, but you can, you can kind of see within the next year or two where we actually would be in that position where we'll have multiple yes. guys um, who's um, sealing his risen, who stock his rose, kind of like the GameStop, right? Who stock his rose, and then we can actually make some moves and make a trade, and it'll kind of hurt, but not as much because we still have some other guys who can kind of do something to supplement that loss. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for real. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like we have one or maybe two in a position, so if we sacrifice that, it's like we have no cushion. Right. So I, I, I think you said... I think we need to wait. I think we need to wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And listen, that's the like we said, that's the benefit of being a good franchise. You see, we we are potentially in a position, like you guys are saying, where we can make that trade and legitimately have really good leftover pieces, right? Mm -hmm. So we gotta see what happens. Listen, if Obi and like I'm not advocating for trading anyone before people start to kill me in the comments, but if Obi, <laughs> I'm, be, I'm just being realistic, this is what the NBA is now. Leon is not here to just sit by and watch us no. be like unsucceed. No, if we have 17 million in cash space, first of all, coming into that we haven't even used yet. Yeah. When when Steve Stout first came here, he was in it. Yo, we bringing somebody to New York. We changing the culture. Like, so exactly. if he's saying that and he's in the front office, that's the conversations that are happening at the top. Yes. You know? Exactly. Yeah. They try to get Gordon Hayward. Yeah. They're like, yo, Gordon, come here. Three million, three years, 72 yeah. million. <laughs> they're like, they, it's not like we were just sitting by, like, whatever. So. I'll say this with the team and whatever. If we end up with OB, let's say OB starts really killing it off the bench, becomes a solid contributor, and look, looks like he could take a step up, right? Um, IQ keeps it up, obviously. Knox keeps it up. Even other guys who are not in the rotation. I mean, DSJ, you just said that G League thing. What if Frank comes back playing okay? What if guys play okay enough that now it's not just these negative assets? It's guys with a little bit more to show. Mm. Now when you make the mm -hmm. trade... It, it, the team's, oh, I like this Knox. Yeah. This, this Knox that ended up shooting 39% from three for the season mm -hmm. is, yes. is a guy I like. Not the one in January right. who looked okay, but we didn't see enough yet. Right. So I'm like, you got you to wait. I think this season is definitely a waiting season. No fans. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. Okay, chill. yeah, yeah. Chill. I'm going to need time to yeah. help us a little bit, too. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little <laughs> bit. Like, because Frank didn't get in the game, 
But um, I think somebody said he was a little bit injured. But guys like Frank, you know, where he started off good, um, kind of disappeared. Like, if he gets a situation to play, because he said he's going to be playing situationally. If he gets a situation to play, I want to see if any of that is real. So we can make a decision on Frank, too. Like, should we keep him? Should we trade him? Like, I need to know, because this is last year of his contract, you know? So, yeah. 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 Uh, the thing with Frank, and uh, it's 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 so crazy how things change in the NBA, because you go back, you know, last year, basically, when the season ended. Uh, at that point, it actually looked like Frank, Mitch, and RJ were yeah, the three was a nice like, little trio. guys who would stay. Frank was playing really well off the bench. Him and RJ had some chemistry going. Frank had that 2010 game. You mm -hmm. saw him doing better. Yeah, yeah. But you got to be you gotta be healthy. I think that me, healthy. I think it's also like, I'm looking at the brace he's been wearing. Like, I've been seeing pictures of him with the knee brace before the game. I'm like, mm -hmm. that don't even look like you could play. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. I mean, listen, it's a long season. DHJ just went to the G League. I commend that. I would say that Frank should do that as well. Frank is a weird player because he can also do, he can play different positions. Maybe right, he ends up playing right. the three. And if DHJ is gone, technically he's the third point guard at this point, you know, in a way. So right, right, we'll see. Right, but right. I respect DHJ for that move. That's what I, I say. That's, that's a man's move. Respect him, that's yeah. a man's move to take a step back and say, you know what? I got to reevaluate where things are. That I is a very grown man move, man. Yeah. Like, definitely green my respect. Shout out to DSJ for kind of realizing the situation. Knowing you need the reps, you're not getting the minutes here. You have the talent. So, you know, if you can be groomed in the G League, get back to your your form, beat up on some guys he's supposed to beat up on, you know? Yeah, exactly. Get your, you know, your bravado back. You know, sometimes when you, when you play your nephews, you're like, yeah, I'm nice. <laughs> you know, you get in the real game. You know, you start. And you see, it's just repetition at that point, and you souped up, and you can translate that to real game. So maybe that's what he needs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully he turns around for them, and we can either. I don't know. I don't know what the options are. I don't know if he's gonna be even be gone by deadline because I don't even think he's tr played enough for teams are saying putting him in a trade because I don't. I can't imagine that. Or what is future? Yeah. You know? it, it kind of feels in a weird. I mean, I think Frank and DSJ will will be throw-ins if we make any deal mm -hmm. pretty easily. But the truth is, I could kind of see both of them just expiring now. And yeah, like, I can see whatever. that too. I, I can see I, I kinda, way. To be honest, I'm kind of seeing that maybe maybe happening. But listen, team's good, right? It, team's it's good. good that like Frank and DSJ is not as important as it was months right, ago. You're right, because we got it quickly. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, you got Emmanuel, and uh, that's <laughs> that quickly. <laughs> Adjusted it quickly, quickly. All right, I'm with it. Let's go. Uh, I'm wondering how come people don't make that joke. Oh no, we do. Oh, it happens all the time, as in like all the okay. time. Like okay. it's not. It's oh, not man, yeah, it's, I can't say the word quickly without being like, Damn. yeah. That's it. Of course, yeah. it's like it's just way too easy. Yeah, even right? Tom Snicker, like his name. I mean, it's just he's he's got a name that you can yeah. you can run with that. Even Tom Snicker interview is like quickly. Quickly, and he's like, he did like a little snort laugh. I was like, oh, okay, Tom, you're, you're having fun with it too. All right, cool. All right, man. Uh, that is our show, man. Longer talk than I expected, but it is what it is. When you hyped and you, you happen, exactly. your Knicks fans, we win. We like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> they know I like to talk, man. Listen again. That's my line. Listen, I just gotta say this. It's been refreshing, man. This year, just even talking to people and just having this be positive, yeah, fun vibes. Yeah. All 2021, whether it's Work, business, life, we be killing it. So I, I'm, exactly. I, it's, it's good to, I'm glad that Knicks fans got some happy yeah, uh, in their life right now. You know what I mean? It's a crazy, it's been a crazy couple of years. So it's, it's good to see some good basketball, man. Facts. If Knicks make the play-in or the playoffs, 
I might yeah, cry. So I might cry. I'm going to have some bars ready for that. You're going to have I'm bars have ready? ready? Let's go. I'm going to have it ready and then drop it. I'm Play on bars? Ready. Yo, let's have your own instrumental because I'm going to tell you, because I, I actually deleted because I actually deleted your um your bars off of our Twitter because I was scared our, our thing was gonna get shut down because of, oh, of yeah, the yeah no no yeah. I, get it because, <laughs> I was like listen, man this got shared like, like three hundred times but they just shut this other guy down for having music in the background and he took away his Twitter page I was like Ugh, it hurt I was like no <laughs> what really oh my yeah, god yeah they they hit you with that copyright quick <laughs> no listen I know listen I've I've gotten hit with a copyright from my own song yeah. Ah. Oh yeah! They're like, oh, this song is copyrighted. Yeah, no, I did it. <laughs> That's why I'm using it. <laughs> the copyright <laughs> game. Like, the copyright funny. game, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, use your own musical, your own instrumental, so you can share. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, I'm talking about for that one. I'm gonna have like a song song. I'm not talking Whoa. about no freestyle type. I'm, I'm creating something for oh, that. We're gonna have to call MSG. You got to have your jingle. You got to have a jingle. That's what's up. I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. On that note, that is our show. You know where to find. Um, you know what? Go ahead. Where, tell them when they find you on Terry. Uh, you know, NYK Terry and Trill, me and moms going at it. We are every game. We're going to post game, whether it's me or her, making sure we keep going with it. If you haven't seen the show before, usually we go to the garden because we have season tickets. That's a big part of our show. We don't have it this season, but we're going strong. We can't wait to be back. I already told my ticket rep, if I see one soul at MSG before you tell us you can go, I'm going to be so tight. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I know. But know. you know what? In a funny way, too, I'm like, yo, let the kids rock without the fans. They come back next season. Yeah, get that confidence up. Get chest out. Mess up without any, any guilt or any pressure. No, I get exactly. you. Exactly. So I check out the show, guys. Thanks for the support. Thanks for having me on, J. Ellis, as always. Max. Oh. Hope so. Always love having you on. All right. all right, Edson Sean, let them know where to find you and all this. You can find me everywhere at Edson Sean, E D S O N S E A N. I am actually releasing a single on Love Day, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Day. called Love Is, because love is the only thing that exists. It's either the presence of it or an absence of it. So look out for that, February 14th. All right, Let's go. Cool. All right. And you know where to find us. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Jealous Draws Things because I draw I draw things. It's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things. You can also find us on the KOT show on Twitter. Make a time show on Instagram and also on Facebook. All right. So definitely yes. check that out. Also, also, you can sign our merch on the nicktimeshow.com. Shout out to our writers. Our writers are killing it this season, man. KOT writers year, man. Shout out yes, to yes. the Fritz, to Ken. To Rob, to Mikey, to Jeff. Shout out to the writers that are killing it, man. We, I think we facts, hit like 7,000 views this, this month on, on the Let's website. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Writers are killing it. So shout out to you guys, all right? On the nicktimeshow.com. Definitely check out the vlogs there and check out the merch as well, man. Check out the, check the out Who's Mans is this. Shout out to people who cop the Who's Mans is this tease. Cop it. Cop that. Yo, and call my man Terry's NBA Jam uh, joint we, too. Yo, you can't do that. We, 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 we ain't drop it yet. We ain't drop it yet. Oh, okay. Don't cop it. Don't cop it yet. It's funny you said that. We're planning to do maybe a merch drop. Couple weeks. You gotta see. You know, quickly merch. Gonna be going quickly. Yeah. I, I, I gotta, I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> You're not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm merch scheming in my, in my mind too. I'm like, yeah. I already know I'm already losing right now. I know people are looking, looking at the store like, where's the quickly merch? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like I need a clone. I need more time. All right. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, guys. That's our show. We out of here.